Hey, everybody. This is Matt with Hilltop Productions and the wonderful Scary Movie Project, of course. And we want to welcome everyone to this wonderful episode, interview, whatever you want to call it. Um, a little something different this time around. I am joined by two wonderful people, uh, Tara Garwood and Sarah Crokel smith who are creating a wonderful short film um, that is going to be coming out very soon. They're going to start production on it very soon. I want everyone to back it. I want everyone to look at it. I want you to hear more about it at ivyshort.com. They're going to tell you all about this wonderful piece they're making. Um, so I won't ramble too long because I want to hear from them, and I know you do too. So ladies, please introduce yourselves and tell us all about what we're talking about today. Well, hi, I'm Tara Garwood, and you guys know me as the co-host of The Scary Movie Project. I'm also a filmmaker, and uh, Sarah and I are making a film from her short story, The Strangle of Ivy. And uh, for those of you who are on YouTube, this is my dog, Carlton. <laughs> you may also see or hear Bean, <laughs> because we are... We are not in my booth today. We were we are out in the in the wilds of my home with the dogs. Yes, we love dogs on this program. And I'm Sarah Crokel Smith. I'm the author of The Haunting of Orchard Hill and the editor in chief of Love Letters to Poe. Excellent. Awesome. And um I'll quickly I guess where can people find you guys? I want to mention Besides, obviously, ivyshort.com, we plug again. Where can people find <laughs> you for um, personal stuff that you guys work on? Sure. Um, you can find me at terracottafilms.com. And I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all of them at terracottafilms. Wonderful. And I'm at sarahcrokelsmith.com. That's S-A-R-A-C-R-O-C-O-L-L, Smith. And loveletters to power.com. Right on. Fabulous. Oh, and I should probably mention that terracotta is not like the pots. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's true. <laughs> it is my name plus kata, T A R A K A T A. Not clay pots that we grow flowers in. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I want to know, and everyone wants to know also. How, how do you, you know, we don't need necessarily a life story. You can tell us if you'd like to, but how did you guys get to know each other? How did you end up collaborating on this piece? And what, is this your first piece or have you guys done stuff before? I'm sure. You, well, do you want to tell them how we know each other? How we got to know each life, other? Life story. <laughs> uh, Tara took my old job. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. And then Sarah was kind enough when I took her job at, um, at a government agency, I took her job and she was kind enough to meet with me and sort of read me in Look at that. to the position. Guys and so we nice. just kind of became friends after that. We That's realized awesome. that we were both into a lot of the same things and we just, especially over the pandemic, I think okay. we really connected yeah. a lot. Good, good. And then, um, as far as the film, this is our first project together. Okay. Um, Basically, this happened because Sarah writes these fantastic, beautiful, like moody gothic horror pieces. And I read this one and we had been talking about like at some point maybe doing a film together or something. And I read this one, The Strangle of Ivy, and I went, can I make this? <laughs> I said, I said, do you, can, can I, can I, can I option this? this and make the film? <laughs> and, um, and she said, Sure. So we wrote the screenplay together. Awesome. Um, and that's 
kind of the, the story of how that happened. Yeah. So this is our first thing, but we have more in the wings. Well, that was what I was going to say also. I mean, and this is the first of the first of many, we hope, right? We hope so. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I and mean, I certainly hope this is something that leads to a lot more. Um, so let me ask you this without giving away too much, of course, because we want everyone to watch everything. And again, if you want to get involved, you want to visit ivyshort.com. Um, <laughs> tell me as much as you can, or if you choose to, what is, the, what's, what's an overall message? What's an overall theme of this piece? What are people going to get out of it? What do you want them to get out of it? That's kind of broad, I realize, but I don't know. Take that however you want and, and go with it, I guess. You can start. Yeah, it's hard with a short film because, you know, you don't want to give too much right, away. Right, right. Um, but the sort of top level plot line is that a, a grown woman comes home to help her ailing mother. And um, there are some weird things happening with Ivy at the home, obviously. And um, there are some family secrets that get revealed mm. that change them forever. Mm -hmm. I like family so. secrets. And one of the things I think that the, the sort of, as you're saying what you want people to get out of it. One of the things that we, sure. that we've talked about and that I is part of the reason I wanted to make the film is that it really, it really deals with adult children with older parents and sort of that transition um, as, as you, as the child are now sort of becoming the caretaker of your older, yes. maybe not doing so well parents. Yeah. And that really, although I am not there yet, thank God that struck home with me because I do worry about the time when my parents need my help that much. And, um, and so it, it really, it really spoke to me. Okay. Okay. I think that's, um, something that a lot of people have done. Um, that totally makes sense, I think. Um, and that, that, that's a good message. I mean, that's something that, you know, if you're close with your family, whatever you, you, you will have to do that at some point. I think that's, mm -hmm. I think that is something yeah. important. Um, so I guess that's your overall, you, you were kind of going in a direction I was going to bring up, which was, I think you, you went there. Why, why this piece, what came to you from this? You said a little bit about it just now, but what is it about this that you decided like, okay, this one I really like, this is the one I want to make into the film. Like what for both of you, I guess, what was, that was, what was that moment? How did that happen? If there was one well, specific so it, moment, I don't know. It, it was, it was that um, sort of the parental older parents thing, but it was also Sarah's writing style. And I think this, this piece in particular is very visual um, and so I felt that it would be, would be appropriate to, you know, some books, they're hard to adapt for film. They really don't work the same, but this, I really felt like was, was kind of begging to be adapted for okay. film. Um, so I think that that was really part of it for me too, just like reading it and feeling like, oh, I can, I can see this in my mind. You know, you don't always know exactly why something hits you. But it did, and I could like see it. I could see it in my head, yeah. and I was like, "I gotta bring this out. Like, I gotta make it." And that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I mean, yeah. I I like gothic horror because I it gives me a chance to make horror beautiful, and I think that's why I leaned into 
more visual writing. Let me see my shirt. It's like I like pretty horror, <laughs> right? Like a skull with some flowers, it's, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, and and I think it also gave us an opportunity. It's a short piece to test out to really mm-hmm. work out our creative relationship mm-hmm. and and build a good foundation before we try anything even more ambition, like a, mm-hmm. ambitious, like a yeah. feature length oh, yeah. piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so you're getting ready to make this, you know, um, make the sausage, as they say sometimes. So you're getting ready to do this, right? <laughs> what is your, like, timeline? You know, I know best laid plans never seem to happen, but what what is your hope? When do you think you can get this going, and when do you think you'll be done? When do you think it's ready? they'll be ready for the world to see? Sure. So we plan to shoot in – we plan to shoot in um, September – and we hope to have the film done uh, early next year. So for our Kickstarter uh, backers, we have we have uh, said that we would send everything out by June of next year. So hopefully the film will be done a few months before that and we'll be able to, to um, fulfill everything in a timely so manner. So let me, let me yeah. ask this, then I don't want to cut you, I'm sorry. But um, so... For folks that, again, want to help on this and want to jump in, ivyshort.com, talk a little bit about the campaign. What can people do? Say someone's, I, I got 20 bucks. I want to give you $20. Like, you know, what can they do? What can't they do? What do they get from it? Like, let everyone know, like, what they get from it, I guess. Yeah, well, for for $15, you can see the film, which we, we thought a lot about the rewards, and mm-hmm. we thought that every level should include seeing the yeah. film. Um, but we, you know, we've been on an aggressive timeline, um, Mm -hmm. since we decided to do this and we've got a lot of other things that people can get. They can get our production diary, which I think will be really Mm. interesting. Behind the scenes. I love behind the scenes. So Um, that's, that's, yeah. (laughs) I mean, our, I think our listeners love behind the scenes too, right? Or they wouldn't listen to us. So yeah, behind the scenes, access the production diary. We have a uh, we have a level where you can visit the Ooh. set and come and like be there while we're filming for a little Love while. It. So that's one of the perks. Um, what else we have? Um, oh, we have a a live online panel really. that Sarah and I will be doing where we'll talk more about working together as an author awesome. and a filmmaker. And how that worked and, and what we did and what we learned from it and everything. And that's for backers. So it'll be a private online uh, panel. Awesome. Okay. And then there's, you can be a producer. You can, you can get um, a DVD, uh, I mean, a Blu-ray yeah. copy of the film. Nice. You can get other films. Okay. You can get Sarah's debuting a short story collection with yeah. a, like a never before seen short story right. in it. I love it. <laughs> and um oh and oh and you can get her to let you name a character and choose the the animal or plant that is like the creepy thing in one of her ah, stories okay i love it that's awesome <laughs> sorry i like kind of just like warm, no there's a lot of exciting want, there <laughs> there's a lot of exciting yeah, things that's what that I want here. we won't you know that will be your chance to get it i don't know that when we're gonna offer for people to actually see the film because we wanted to go to film festivals too. Yes. So this is people's opportunity to yeah, see it. Absolutely. 
Yeah, a lot of this is possibly your only chance to get these things. Like the the trilogy that my co-producer is putting up, uh, the Ninjas versus trilogy, which is Ninjas versus Vampires, Ninjas versus Zombies, and Ninjas versus um, Any, anything Monsters, versus, which I think I said Anything versus order, Zombies is okay movies. with me. I like that. And I don't think it's available on Blu-ray right now to mm. purchase. So, but you can get it by backing our campaign okay. at one at okay. that level. That's awesome. So this has a lot of good things with it. So that being said, mm-hmm. with all this online and everything, to just think about this for a second. I'm just going to throw this out there. Rewind 20 years ago. How would you have done all this without all the social media? How do you think that would have worked? I just wonder sometimes about that. Do you ever think about that? Well, well, like 10 or 11 years ago when I made The Lake. I I did this without much social media. I mean, there yeah, was there was some, point. but there wasn't you as were much. Doing, that's right. And and um, it was pretty much. I mean, it was mostly self funded. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have something to add to that. I mean, twenty years ago, I wouldn't have been. I don't know that I would have been. Is that author. right? What with the technology? Well, because I'm I'm independently published. I I publish yeah. myself, which you know. I do it very professionally. I've got editors and cover designers and stuff, but um, I I like being able to control your con- your con- my writing and my property yeah. and and my creative yep. design yep. and and finding fans directly rather than having to go through some middleman. Mm-hmm. So you have to so. wonder, yeah, twenty years ago, would you guys have hooked up and done this? Who knows, right? It's interesting. I just. Yeah. And 20 years ago, I wasn't making film. I was, I was an actor, mostly in theater. Sorry, my dog is making noise. (laughs) Yeah, you you were a baby. I was learning. I was still editing with VC with VHS tape at the time. So um, that's how long ago that was. And we're dating ourselves here. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. uh, (laughs) But the, the Kickstarter allows us, you know, as, as two women doing Gothic horror, Mm -hmm to find an audience Mm -hmm. and to make this happen. So I love because this, and I will still be funding this myself (laughs) to some extent. Like, let's be real here. This is a short film. You're always going to self fund some. Yeah, of course. But this allows me to make this us, excuse me. This allows us to make this a much, um, a much richer film than I think, uh, we could without Kickstarter and without the small grant that we got from the Maryland State Arts yeah. Council. So you guys have done so between those two things. It's it's really going to up the production level. You of guys have film. really done a lot of good stuff to get, set yourselves up. You've done the right things. So you just mentioned something interesting. You know, women back films and and two women making this. I think that's awesome because I think about um, like a great book I read, an article I wrote once, some shelf shameless self promotion about women in horror film tara we've talked about it final girl and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think about mm-hmm. like movies like um pet cemetery mary lambert a woman directing you know a very male dominated horror film mary heron i think doing american psycho which american american yep, psycho Heron. is a book about just basically trashing women to death like destroying them murdering them mutilating them and you know these are two women that have made these movies final girl stuff like they're the heroines i think that's super cool that you guys are doing that I talk maybe a little bit more about, you know, do you want to influence, you know, some people that have certain things and do certain things become a role model or an influencer, like like athletes, whether you want to or not, you are doing that. Do you want to do that? Do you want to help more women make kick-ass stuff like this? Or, I mean, does that, how much does that factor in for you guys? Absolutely. I think um, this film to us is, 
is kind of a start of that. It's, it's, I mean, obviously we are women and we want to make films, right? But also there's a female perspective that is often lacking in not only in horror, but in filmmaking in general. I mean, I think we've got the stats that we put in our Kickstarter that I think it's 26% of the top 100 horror films in 2019 starred women and where the protagonist was a woman. And then it of those top 100, 19% were wow. directed by women. 19 guys like we're doing better than we used to there are definitely some fantastic women um directors and writers out there but uh there could be more and we want to be part Uh, of that more we want to help and horror is a great place to start to start that motion because horror is a more progressive genre than a lot of the more mainstream it's where genres, a lot of I think. Yeah. horror and sci-fi are a, a lot of actors get their start also i'll throw in there I, I forgot about this i think anyone that knows movies probably knows Catherine bigelow right big name who did a lot of hollywood mm-hmm. movies but she made a movie called tara we need to talk one day called near dark she near did dark. near dark back in the 80s that's a great movie and um that doesn't get mm-hmm. enough love but she did that one 25 30 years ago yeah yeah, we definitely need to do that on the, so on those the podcast. Really come to mind right there for me, yeah. Just to add on that, I think, yeah, we want to see more women directing, starring on the crew. Um, you know, we we have we're trying to have as many women on our crew as possible too, but we're also um, bringing that in the stories. Like a lot mm-hmm. of the stories that I'm writing feature an older woman as one of the main characters um in the strangle of ivy in the haunting mm-hmm. of orchard hill and like flipping the script on that it doesn't just need to be the old evil crone mm-hmm. anymore right the psycho Snow white the, mm-hmm. the witch mm-hmm. yeah and, and also featuring mothers and mothers and and yeah. their children mm-hmm. okay no i think it's awesome i think it's very cool tell me what okay so we all talked about what you um you know, what, what, what made you want to do this, what you thought about it. Was there anything, I mean, every art people steal things from other people to make stuff, right? You just kind of borrow stuff. Do you want this? Do you have anything that you've seen before that you want it to look like when you're done shooting it? Do you want lighting to look a certain way? Is there anything that inspired you that you're like, I really want to look like this or sound like this? So we talk about, Oh my gosh, I just blanked on the name of the movie that the, we say that it's like. The comp films that we have. Yeah, so we say yeah, we have, like women, The Woman in Black and um, Relic. Relic is the one I lost. Okay, so we, we say that The Strangle of Ivy is is um, similar to Relic, but with the sort of sheen, if you will, of The Woman in Black. So if you've seen The Woman in Black, it's very gothic. The light is very, um, very rich and shadowy and you know there's there's strong light and then strong shadows as well um so we see it as very much like those gothic horrors right it mm-hmm. it should look like but yeah. modern day right it's not set period yep, time it's set now so it should be modern day but it should still sort of have a feel and a look of like things like mm, and, okay. and um uh the skeleton key actually that's has, a, has a pretty good, good. But like the the daylight so a lot of what but i write daylight. is yeah. is more daylight horror too it's a very i think pretty unique yeah. combination Absolutely. with the nature and the daylight Absolutely. and the gothic um so a little bit 
sunnier maybe yeah, than those. <laughs> I feel like it's it's as opposed to a lot of those things are like a cooler a cooler um sort of palette. This is going to be a bit of a warmer, more golden, of course, green uh, because ivy, right. but a little bit of a warmer, more okay. golden palette um, as that base. So I think it will it will lend to that daylight horror and the aspect that that um, it's hot yes. out <laughs> like in this in this story. It is hot out. So you need a little bit more of that gold and that okay. warmth. I dig it because it's like, you know, the trajectory of a horror film is what we start off in the daytime and it's light and we slowly move into darkness so having a daytime is a totally different thing mm -hmm. which you know things are very scary during the day they can be so that's cool i like that that's good so let me ask you this um perfect world the movie's amazing you make millions of dollars and you know everything you're you're you're, you're, you're world famous <laughs> because everybody right, makes money of off short films so like <laughs> what are what are I, this is such a generic question, but I mean, you know, what, what, what are the hopes? What, what, you know, what do you truly want at the end of the day, you know, 18, 24 months from now, what, when you're done with this, what do you want this to have done? I think, well, we want it to do really well at festivals. <laughs> so, you know, help us get noticed. But I think also this is, this is a calling card. For us. Do this you want is, this to be a platform? This is like, is this a place to like also not only make your film, but to tell a story about something else? Is this like a jumping off point for something? It's it's a jumping off point for us to, okay. to make feature films, right? So this is sort of go. a proof of concept that yeah. we can make this, this daylight gothic horror and make it look yeah. and sound great and tell these stories and, and people like it. So the hope is that this will be the start of that. Okay. Definitely. What, after this, you want to collaborate again? And this is, I know this is um, so in the distance, maybe, I don't know, the future, but what do you guys think? Have you already talked about anything you want to do next? Or is it really just tunnel vision right now? We're just <laughs> on this and we'll get to this like later. What do you, what do you think about that? I, I think like most creatives, we suffer from an abundance of ideas. So I mentioned The Haunting of Orchard Hill, um, which is my debut novel. And uh, we do want to adapt that mm -hmm. for screen. Um, so we'll, we'll work on co-writing the screenplay together. Um, and we also have another idea for an original like screenplay. <laughs> um that that deals with um some heavy female related issues that we don't often see portrayed and we mm -hmm. really we want to pick that apart okay so, yeah i like it <laughs> but no spoilers we're kind of, we're kind of no, dancing okay. around it um yeah. but <laughs> Unlike the scary movie project, yeah, this is yeah, no, no spoilers. I don't want you to spoil anything. I certainly don't want to spoil it because I want to. I, I can't wait to see this. Um, okay, this is great. Um, <laughs> so this is just a kind of a quick short we did. Something different this time that you'll get to watch on my side and of course scary movie project. Um, it is uh, Tara Garwood. It is Sarah Crokel Smith. It is the Strangle of Ivy, and you can find out more at ivyshort.com. Ladies, I'm going to let you send us mm -hmm. off with anything else we need to know, any websites, any hashtags, any whatever people need to know so they can find out more about this. 
Um, just make sure to go to ivyshort.com by June 30th because okay. that's when it ends. So that will be your opportunity to back if you're interested in getting any of the rewards we mentioned. Yeah, you only have a few days, so make get make there the quick. Most of the people. <laughs> and a lot of these things you won't see yeah. again, okay. like we awesome. said. And we'll keep it moving. I can't wait to see it. Um, I hope everyone enjoys it when it is, and we'll all find out, and we're all going to love it, and uh, it's going to be great. Thank you both for your time on this. This is awesome. And um, let's touch base again when we find out more. Let's do it. Let's do it again. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having us on. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.